It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here we go again with one of the most fantastic features we do on Late Launch. Yes, it's Book Club Friday and she's with us for 2019 again. I'm delighted to say she knows her stuff. You know that already. Welcome back, Margaret Madden. Great to see you again, Margaret. Thanks, Jerry. And we are on Facebook Live. We'll say hello to everybody there. So if you want to join us on Facebook Live and come right into the studio with us, do so. You're more than welcome. Well, 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 let's begin with your first book of the month for January 2019. And don't say what you said to me a little earlier until a few moments when we talk okay. about this book but I can't believe this but anyway here we go you have picked as your book of the month for January I have picked Anne Griffin's When All Is Said and this is a debut it is now it's not it's out this week next yes. week very shortly coming soon yep and um, it is her debut she has written short stories and she's won um, awards for that but this is absolutely Amazing. I cannot believe that it is a debut. I just can't. It's just so smooth, elegant, perfectly written, flawless, absolutely flawless. What a recommendation to start the new year with books. It revolves around a man called Morris Hannigan. It does, yeah. He's, um, what what is he, 84, and he's sitting in a bar in County Meath. It doesn't say where. Now, I was kind of picturing Slane, you know, um, but I think it's actually closer to the Dublin border. Okay. But anyway, so you get the picture. It's a, it's a rural enough area, but yet close enough to the city. So he's sitting there and having a drink in the, the local hotel, which... Um, has a link to his past but anyhow he's sitting there and he decides to take make a toast to the five most important people in his life so each chapter is a toast to that person um yeah and uh you know some of the words i see spoken about this book already uh, somebody said they felt like they were sitting there with that man oh yeah did you feel that i did and not only did that but when it got to the end of toast four I didn't want to move on to Toast 5. I even I even went up onto Twitter and, and the author will probably remember this. And I was like, no, 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 I can't finish it. I just can't finish it. I can't do it tonight. I was just so in tune with Morris and what was happening in the pages of this book that I didn't want it to be over. So I put, I kept putting it off and I had a glass of wine and I was like, OK, I can do it. I can do it. I know it sounds ridiculous to be that involved in a book, but it, it, it happens. So you wanted to hold the moment. You wanted yeah, to just want to not end. let the spook go or no. never let it end. Wow, wow, wow. Now the five people, we can talk a little about them. Yeah. Tony, his brother first. Tony is his brother, yeah. And so basically he's talking to him. Um, it, it's kind of Written as if he's talking to them as in front of them, but they're not there, obviously. Um, and 
you know, without spoilers, let's let's just say that he misses Tony a lot. Big time. And he yeah. had a huge part to play in his life. His he daughter did. Molly. Molly, yes. And you know straight away that this is going to be heartbreaking because Molly only lived for 15 minutes. My God almighty. Yes. Yeah. Died at birth. Yeah. And so you know that this chapter is going to be devastating, but you're so into Morris and his story that you just keep going. And how a little infant of, you know, that only lived a a day, less than a day, made such an impact as well is spectacular. The way she's worked this, I know, into the book as Mm -hmm. well. Noreen or Auntie Nono? Yeah, she is a sister-in-law and um, she... You know, you wouldn't have thought that she had much, much connection to them at all. But there's a there's a tiny little interlink about a coin in, in the story. Mm. And uh, she plays a very important part. Number four is Kevin, his son, who's emigrated to New Jersey in the States. Yeah, so he misses him rotten. Big but, time. And, you know, he's an 84-year-old year, Irish man. So he's not going to have had the huggy, lovey relationship with his son that 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 you kind of see now with the younger generation. Yes. So it's his way of expressing his love to his son is is in this book. And yeah. finally, Wife Sadie is number yeah. five. Well, this was the chapter I didn't want to go to because all the way through, you know, that uh, Sadie was his soulmate and, mm. and they've been through so much together. Um, yeah, so that was very, very poignant. You mentioned there about that touchy-feely, huggy thing, mm. um, Irish men to anybody, the sons, people in their lives. It still seems to be a characteristic that uh, that is with us. But he has regrets about that, hasn't he? Does, he does, of course. He really and does. this is why he, he's talking to his son in this. And uh, he's kind of basically saying that I never didn't love you. I, you know, it's mm. just that I didn't demonstrate it. Yeah. And, you know, and I do think that older men do regret that towards the end. Yeah, you know, they, I look at my father, we lost my brother and I do. They had an awful relationship at, at, at times. And I often think of, of how different it is the next generation down. Yeah. Me yeah. with my son. And, you and know. it just shows you it's probably brought that back to you as, as you yeah, read well, this yeah, book Yeah, I think well. that it, there's something in this that's going to touch everybody. There it's, you go. I really think. And it's... um. While it's literary fiction, it's it's a really, really easy read. There's no there's nobody I can think who wouldn't like this. And finally, we have to say it, it is at a point in his life. You mentioned his age. He beat, he's beating himself up a bit that he was a, a very successful businessman oh, yeah. and worked his way up from very humble beginnings. And owns all the land around yeah. the hotel. Yes. So the person who owns the hotel over the years, there's a connection there of, of rivalry and bitterness and generational mm. things. So there's loads going on in this there book is. and a fabulous story about a coin. Um, actually, the book opens with a, a thing that says wanted Edward VIII gold sovereign coin um, in a magazine from 1997, you know, 1977, where somebody wants this coin really badly. Yeah. Uh, there's a story there. OK, get this book. It's coming very, very soon. And yeah, Margaret says, uh, you just heard what she said there. She's yeah. waxing lyrical, let me say, about this book. And I will say it now. I mentioned it a few moments ago. Margaret has actually indicated to me, we're only in January, I think you did something like this last year, this could be already your book of the year. I know. Isn't that a really terrible thing to say already? I think I read this on the 8th of January and I was like, oh my God. Um, yeah, I It's think going to take a cracker to better this when we come to the end of the year and you decide which is the best yeah. of 2019. I did this last year as well. I picked something <laughs> very early, but I was right. I kept to it. You stayed with it the whole time. So this time. is out. I just checked the 24th of um, the twenty fourth of January. Pre-order, get ordering. you love it. We promise yeah. you. It's our book of the month on Late Lunch Book Club. It is uh, When All Is Said by Anne Griffin and Anne mm-hmm. 
congratulations to you on a wonderful debut. Let's move on because our second or your second recommendation Mm -hmm. today is another uh, really positive one for you as well. You love this book also. Mm. I want to tell you that it's called, are you, you tell them what it is there. It's called Apple of My Eye by Claire Allen. Okay, very vivid colour, isn't it? The green of the apple. You see that in in even the cover. If you're with us on Facebook Live, look at it here. Look at the green on the cover of the book. Claire Allen. Now, Claire is well known for her name was Rose, which was was that last year? That was last year. It was her first time writing uh, thrillers. She, previous to that, she had written numerous um, yes. books in, in the popular fiction or what they call chiclet or mm. women's fiction. So after that, there was a, a great anticipation for this next book, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, because it came so quickly on the back of my of uh, Her Name Was Rose. Um, but she's done it again. She has. It's another one of these thrillers that you, you say, right, I'm just going to read a little bit before I go into work or a little bit before I go to bed. And then all of a sudden you look down and you're 150 pages in it and you've invested in it and there's no point in putting it down now. You know, you're yeah. worse than me on Netflix staying up till the oh, middle yeah, of the night one since I got job, it. Oh, yeah. in well, one into another. Anyway, give us a wee synopsis of the story here. There's a doctor. Yeah. The, the, she, well, she's a nurse. She's yes. a palliative care nurse. Her name is Ellie. And... Um, she gets a letter in work in her in, in her pigeonhole, a handwritten letter, and basically this is this starts off a, a chain of events where it's somebody's implying her husband's having an affair, on, uh, you know, and um, dropping all little things like look behind you, what watch what he's doing. Uh, I can't remember the actual words yes. in the notes now, but it, basically it would be enough that it, you'd raise the hairs on the back of your neck and you'd start questioning everything your husband is doing now. Like he, he straight away he heads off to London for business for three nights, but it's on a weekend. You know why? why? Oh yeah. yes, you know this kind of thing. The questions arise immediately. Yeah. So um, then you get then you get chapters from a, an unknown called Louise, and she's like, "Why is this woman pregnant? Why she doesn't deserve to be pregnant? I deserve this baby." And you know, oh God, there's something going on here. Is she the letter writer? She well, you see, you, you better have read to, it. Yeah, um, find out. You don't know really. This is the thing no, about this. No, you, you can't make that assumption. You know, you have to read on. Yeah, and there's, you know, so Ellie calls her mom. Her mom lives in Belfast. Ellie lives in Derry. So she's like, "Come and stay with me." I'm just, I don't know what's going on. I'm 32 weeks pregnant. I'm terrified. I'm scared. My husband's cheating on me. So the mom comes down to stay. So then you get chapters from Angela, who is her mom as yes. well. So you've got the three different voices going through. Okay, yeah. so there's a triangle going on here. Yeah. Oh, you know, when you put yourself put yourself in anyone's shoes that gets a message like that, that starts to create doubt in their minds. You're pregnant with a baby, you're going through yeah, all that entails. Yeah, your hormones are all over oh the place. Oh my God and almighty. all the way through, poor Ellie it has awful hyperemesis, which I had when I was pregnant. It's where you're constantly sick. It's not just morning sickness, it's 24-hour sickness for the full nine months. Yes. You know, you can't eat or drink. So then you start wondering, are the things that are in your mind, are they really happening or are you just dehydrated? Or, you know, so there's loads of little uh, twists and turns in this and um, I think if for, for people who loved um, BA Paris behind closed doors that kind of grasping Ooh, one, more, one more page one more page yeah for sure <laughs> this is for you for mm. sure and the characters fair to say there's lovely characters in this book but they go to the vile side as well don't they you have both 
Yeah, you do. But I think you need that in a good thriller, yes, don't you? Course. You have to have have the to good have versus the bad. Um, if everything was great, it would be a different genre. It really <laughs> would. There you have it. Highly recommended by Margaret Madden. Out a next week. Brilliant thriller out next week. And she will be with us on Late Lunch the following week. She's popping in for a chat, Claire Allen. It's called The Apple of My Eye. A brilliant book as well. We're heading to a short break. But before we do, uh, would you like to win our uh, gift pack of books? Here they are. There's our gift pack of books this afternoon. The Liar's Girl is one of them. We have Rory's Stories there as well. Look at this one. This is one of Margaret Madden's yeah, favourite <laughs> by Royal it. Appointment yeah. there as well. Truth and There Great. and uh, Fintan O'Toole, Heroic Failure. Would you like that book pack today on Late Lunch? Here's how you can win it. I'm jumping the gun a bit here, but sure, I'll do it anyway. The Bridges of Madison County. We're going to be talking about that as a classic with spoiler. Margaret in a few minutes. A little spoiler, all right. <laughs> I was trying to think of a question. Here's the question to win the books. The movie, The Bridges of Madison County, Kira Courtney's favourite of all time, I can tell you, starred Meryl Streep. She was nominated for an Oscar. And which other famous male actor? Who was the male actor in The Bridges of Madison County? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The answers, please. WhatsApp, it's free. 086-1800-658. That's the text number as well. Get in touch with us as soon as you can. Send in your answers. More from Margaret. Brilliant books after the break. Book Club, late lunch this Friday afternoon. Margaret Madden with her recommendations. Already she's named, uh, when all is said, by Anne Griffin as our book of the month. The thriller is The Apple of My Eye by Claire Allen. She says it's brilliant. Let's move on now to uh, non-fiction. And my God almighty, Margaret, you brought it all back to me when you said you were going to talk about this one. Marie Fleming, uh, An Act of Love. Yeah, this is... I'm sure everybody remembers the story of Marie Fleming who um, took a case against the Irish state to lift the ban on assisted suicide. Um, She was in the last stages of MS and um, her partner Tom and herself knew that this was what they wanted to do. Um, She wasn't going to be able to end her own life. She didn't have the physical capability to do it and she wanted Tom to do it for her when the moment was ready. So, this yeah. raises many ethical questions, it of did. course, this book, and, and does. Yeah, even even now, of yes. course it does. Yeah. And, and, you know, I have to say, I, I never realised about this woman, and Maya Culpa, her mum left the family when they were quite young, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, you know, I didn't know any of this about um, uh, Mary either. Uh, the first part of the book is basically looking back. She had written this before she mm. she got very ill, and it's at her, her, oh my God, she had a really difficult start to her life. Her mum obviously suffered from mental health issues, you know, it's, yes. it's, it, hindsight is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Mm. But left her and her her siblings with her, their dad. And, and this is going back donkey's years. There was no facilities for them. They, she basically raised the kids herself and then found herself pregnant at 16. As a teenager yeah. herself. Yeah. Had that baby, looked after that child. And then but to get to keep that child, she had to fight her local priest. They were signing to put it up for adoption. She had awful experiences in maternity hospital. It brought a lot back to me, actually, because I 
was also pregnant um, as a teenager and went through some a lot of the things she did with mm. the religious kind of aspect and the treatment. This is back in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, so it was yeah. a very tough time for her. But she, she went through it all, came out the other side, educated mm-hmm. herself, bettered herself in her life. And then to be cast this shocking illness. Yeah, and uh, and the breakdown of her marriage first to her first husband. Um, yeah, she really, it was an unexpected thing as well. It wasn't, um, I, I, as, as the, the listeners know now, I have MS, but I have a different type to what she's been diagnosed mm. with. She knew that hers was going to end up with her being in a wheelchair and stuff, whereas I'm hoping mine is being stopped in its track. Yes. But it was still a very emotional read for me because I, I was going through the symptoms she was going through and, and going, oh my God. But knowing that she was going to end up in a situation where she couldn't even choose to take her own life... Um, was pretty mm. horrendous. An act of love by Marie or Mary Fleming. Mm. It's highly recommended by Margaret again. Beautiful, today. You know, she real, was a beautiful writer, yes, I have to say. Yeah. True life story. Uh, one, if you want to find out more about this wonderful, brave woman who passed away mm. in uh, 2013. That's the one today. Now, we're moving on uh, to uh, the um, popular fiction, as yeah. you call it. And it's yeah. this one is Echoes of Grace by Cara Bell. It is. Now, I, um, you know, I send you the email and normally I'd say on it women's fiction. I'm kind of sick of saying women's fiction. Do you know what? We'll just, just call it popular fiction. It doesn't yes. matter whether it was written for a woman, by a woman, whatever. It's just a book. It's a bit of fun and Simple. it's popular. Um, Echoes of Grace is the new one out from Cara Bell. She has other ones, but I had never heard of her um, before. This one um, came into the post to me and the cover drew me straight away. But in reading it, I have to say the cover actually really doesn't represent the story at all. So just put that out there. Um, this is a bit of fun. This is harking back to the kind of chiclet of the 90s. This is women with their boutons and the men in their sharp suits. It's the Gillette ad gone on crack, you know, it's the complete opposite of everything we're supposed to enjoy. It's escapism. It is what it is. It's the story of Aurora Sinclair, um, who lives in Cornwall with her father. Her mother died giving birth to her on New Year's Eve years ago, and they live in this beautiful country house. He, he was um, a director, a writer, a playwright. Um, now she's an upcoming actress. Um, oh, there's stepmothers, there's brothers-in-laws, there's parties, there's weddings in, on the Côte d'Azur or where was it? No, it was Venice. There, you know, mm. it's just completely bonkers, but so much fun. Yes. You know, it is what it is. Um, and if you want something to just totally switch off at the end of the day, you can't go wrong. Like It's, it's escapism. It you is. can take yeah. yourself there. Yeah, and not to be taken too seriously. It's switch off your little feminist voice for, for a few hours <laughs> and just sit back and relax. You know? And enjoy it. And this young lady grows up. Naturally, she wants to know who her mother is. There's just a portrait of the mum. That's mm. all she has. And she She's beautiful, the mum in the portrait. Yeah. And then she goes into this theatre acting world herself. Herself, yeah. And it's all, there's, it's all misogynistic. And, yeah, you know, she just, she wants to know about her mother. Nobody seems to want to tell her what, what her mother was really like. She was raised by her housekeeper. So she's feeling a bit lost. But then is embraced completely by her father's new wife, Gloria, and her sibling and her um, children that become Aurora's siblings. Yes. And uh, they've, fabulous relationship yeah, and they it's love wonderful. her and yeah. she becomes part of, of yeah. this big extended family now but there is a secret and oh, we're not going to tell you about no. it you there's have to get this book there's always a twist there's always a turn and it's brilliant and you won't leave it down when you pick it up it's called Echoes of Grace 
by Carabelle. Mm-hmm. And finally, we come to our classic. And just before you talk about it, I'll remind listeners again, we have a brilliant book pack to give away, a gift pack we give away every time Margaret calls to late lunch with wonderful reading in it. Five books there. Would you like to win them? The Bridges of Madison County, the movie, 1995, starred Meryl Streep, nominated for an Oscar. Who was the male lead in the film? Who was the man who played opposite her? He's famous. What's his name? Get your answers in there. WhatsApp 086-1800-658. It's free, free, free. Or text to the same number, please, with your answer. Now, The Bridges of Madison County. We're going back to the book. 1992. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. I went back and, and checked the date and it's the year I met my husband. Ah, so I went on to... You have links with all I, these books do, today, don't you? I do. I do my research a little bit, you know. <laughs> I went back oh, and had a look. So do. we're talking about the time of... Um, um, Ahohi resigning, you have Bishop Casey scandal, you have the X case, you know, this is putting it in context. This is when this came out. That was some years. Yeah, so I remember my mom was reading this book. Um, it's a tiny little book, very mm. thin. It's like a novella with a lovely cover of a bridge on the front. And she was lost in it. I couldn't get her to speak to me for days. I was like, what are, you, what are you doing? I'm just reading, I'm just reading. And then she passed it on to all her sisters. She was one of seven and they all read it. And I said, what is going on here? This is just not like them. Um, so I grabbed it and read it on the bus on the way to work. I was working the bank at the time and I was in floods of tears. I couldn't believe that such true love existed. Now here I am literally, I'm only what, 20 myself. So I'm like, oh my God, it it just struck such a chord. How can anybody love that much? And 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 the characters in it were older. They were, he was 52 and she was 45. Mm. Mm. And even today, you would say that if you pick up this book, yeah. taking you were 20 at the time <laughs> in 1992, in 2019, would a 20 year old, or would you need to be, a little more mature to, you know, pick this up again and enjoy it? I think if you can get a 20-year-old to pick up a book at all these days, <laughs> it's it's something, isn't it? Yeah. No, I think there are still people who love oh, stories. You're probably right, but yeah. it shouldn't be the case. They should be picking up books and reading them as well. The one thing I noticed about the reviews at the time, may I say this, yeah. it was received with five stars, you know, across the board. Yeah. But also there were a number of people, maybe it's a reflection of 1992, who, I'll just read one of them, yeah, it said, ahead. sometimes I wish that negative stars were allowed. So this was someone that was wanted to give it a minus number of stars. Oh. This book deserves an anti-star because... Uh, you know, the greatest story of all time, blah, 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 says the reviewer. I have a peeve with this. A love story shouldn't involve adultery. Oh, Lord. Was that Bishop Casey right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, first of all, I bet it was a man. Uh, second of all, well, I mean, come on. Jesus. <laughs> what can you say? You do this to wind me up, don't you? Um, oh, come on. No, it was just what it is. Yes, it was adultery in it, but the poor old woman, she was stuck in the middle of Iowa on her own. Yes. Um, she, you know, she had come over. She had met this handsome um, guy in, in Italy during World War Two. came home and stuck on a farm in Iowa. If a handsome photographer came along to me now. <laughs> just, now, Margaret, now Margaret just stop there. <laughs> stop there. <laughs> and you, Sorry, Declan. And you down the wilds of Cullen. Declan, 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 <laughs> pay attention here. Anyway, uh, but look, a, a lovely, small, I say, novella type of book uh, yep. and went on. I mentioned the movie there and asked the question about the movie to star two heavyweights of cinema and it is regarded by an awful lot of people the book did you see the movie? I did and do you know what's fascinating is that Steven Spielberg bought the rights to that movie three months after it was published really? Um, and it sold 60 million copies 
you know, so take that review. Get the phone number of that reviewer there. <laughs> yeah, I did see the movie. I thought it was excellent. I mean, two superb actors. It was hard to go wrong, wasn't it? Um, yes. I, I tried to watch it again re- uh, when I decided to pick this and it's not on Netflix and I, I, I couldn't go through my DVDs in the attic. I was too tired. <laughs> I have the full uh, Clint Eastwood collection of movies. I have all his movies yeah. in a set of DVDs. Well, what did Everyone, you think of it? And it's, I haven't watched it. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> is I it keep, because it's a love story you yeah, haven't I, I, I think it put me off a little bit. He doesn't bit, have a gun in it. Is that what it is? <laughs> I gave it to Kira Courtney, who was producing here for a time with me. She's now uh, in News Talk. And uh, I say hello to Kira this afternoon and our wonderful family in RD. And Trevor the Cat. I better mention Trevor the Cat. That'd be remiss of me not to mention him. <laughs> but uh, I, Kira said to me once, we were talking about what's your favourite movie of all yeah. time? And she said, it's The Bridges of Madison County. So next day, I went to my big box set of Clint Eastwood took it out brought it in gave it to her she nearly fell off the chair took it home where I don't know many times she said they watched it at home but she said thanks so much for for, for loaning me the movie but there you go you know meat and poison people love it others don't that's what life is about you're going to get that with every book aren't you if you look at reviews of Pride and Prejudice for example some people say it's rubbish hello (laughs) hello is right (laughs) anyway you're a star we want to mention it again what a selection we've had today it'll be podcast afterwards you'll be able to listen back at any stage tell your friends if they've missed it but the book of the month Margaret Madden's this month is When All Is Said by Anne Griffin outstanding waxing lyrical I'll say again brilliant Uh, not out till next week but worth going in and pre-ordering if you can writing it down on a sticky note stick it on your fridge this book is going to be huge there you go anyway it's off to a flyer on Book Club with Margaret Madden for 2019 as always you're a star thank you so much Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.